The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. certainly is. It's uh, a Wednesday night and welcome to the show. It's the quietest night in... Oh, I better get this right. Rugby league. <laughs> it is the quiet night. Although there's some funny stuff going on tonight. Hello and welcome to the show. Our listeners through the Super Radio Network, SEN 1170 in Sydney. The greatest radio station ever built, SENQ 693 AM in Brisbane. That is the greatest radio station ever built. Wouldn't you agree? SEN 1620 AM on the Gold Coast. Well, look at Patton Hills, mate. They are the oldest humans on TikTok. They're killing it. I saw, I was in the office yesterday and Pat... Pat Welsh. Pat Welsh, who read Who's the news... 96. Who read the news for 147 years, well, read the sport on Channel 7. Whispering Pat, Pat on the golf course in the 80s and 90s. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Been to the Masters several times as a, as a journo. Yesterday was dressed in a creepy bunny outfit in the SENQ offices in Brisbane. Mm. How the mighty have fallen. Mm. What people will do now for a buck. One of the greatest Australian cricket players and wicket keepers the game has ever seen, Ian Healy. Mocking him. <laughs> and be, and you're getting him to do these silly little. <laughs> They're good boys. Mm. We had hot cross buns and everything yesterday. Most overrated food. Hot cross buns. Stop. Wait. Uh, SEN stations. Hello, listeners through there. SEN Fanatic, of course, and the SEN app. Great to have you on the show. Scotty Sattler, uh, welcome to the show. Uh, welcome you also, Woogie, for the week, for the first time. Yeah, so Rat and I, if people are, I've been getting messages directly. Yep. And it's lovely. Um, most of them are saying stay away. But the thing is, Rat and I job share. Mm. So he does two days, I do two days. It, it's... It worked for the Dole program, and it seems to be going okay. It's like flat chair. You know, if you work <laughs> you work the the graveyard shift, yep. so you get home at 7, mm. he leaves at 6.30 in the morning, so you actually don't see each other, but you yep. sleep in the same bed. Yeah, that's what? Yeah. Hey, what? What's going mm. on there? What? No, and what happens, so Mondays and Tuesday nights, yep. I, I drive our shared Uber vehicle, Yep. and then on Wednesdays and Thursday nights while I'm here, he drives that as well. We're doing all right. We're making around about 300 bucks a week between us, so... We're doing okay. Welcome to the show, by the way. Titans coach Justin Holbrook. You and Rat caught up with him late last night. So that will be on tonight's show. Looking forward to hear how uh, Justin's going as they prepare for a big game this Saturday, Sunday, I should say, at Seabus against the Dragons. They played them in round two. Did they? Yep. Got beaten by the Dragons at uh, Jubilee at Cogra. And, and the Dragons come off that big win against the Dolphins. Dolphins. Yeah. So that'll be a good game uh, this Sunday. So uh, we'll have a chat to Justin Holbrook. Uh, New South Wales Greyhounds update with Michael Cowley. He's got a couple of tips too tonight for Wenty Park. Let's hope he goes better than an old mate who gives them to us. Every other... Simon Orchard, yeah. Yeah, Simon Who's taken the biggest week in New South Wales Greyhounds racing off. Mm. It's the the big Easter. Yeah. Easter egg. He wants to be with his uh, mates, celebrate yeah. it. Our shout. Now, you guys started this last night. What a great concept. Uh, concept. Thanks to Better Beer. Who deserves a shout on us tonight? We had a lot of the listeners last night that chimed in. 0457 736 736. Who deserves a shout? Um, I'm going to say wingers. Because wingers, as of today, have been recognised officially what? by the NRL because they've said, wingers, we're going to warn you, when you come in off your wing... And you want to try and smash a fullback or centre, you be careful. So, so I'm what? saying 
I'm giving a shout to the wingers because they're now being identified as hitmen. <laughs> what? So this, this, this is, is a joke. The, is this April 1st? No, this is on the back of uh, Bailey Simonson coming in and, and hitting uh, James Tedesco and end up getting him high. He should have aimed a little bit lower. So the NRL is saying, hey, come on. If you're a wing, you're going to come in and try and shut the ball down, be careful. He's going to sit on the sideline. So when did when did wingers in the modern game become hitmen? Today, officially today, oh, wingers walk, are hitmen. They're walking out with their chest puffed oh, yeah. out tonight. Aren't Imagine they? how Brent Tate would be feeling. Oh, now. one of the great wingers, like Hulk Hogan. Yeah, that boogie board on the back of his neck <laughs> is because another winger winger smashed him. Francis Smelly, so is Italy. Um, yeah. No, nah, the games is the games too soft. It's not soft. Well, come soft. It's touch football now, isn't it? Basically. Seriously, listen, you're, not hey, to tackle, you're not allowed to tackle anyone anymore. Listeners, don't <laughs> fall for this tripe that he's going on with. He's Mate, just trying to antagonise. The moment you, the game says to wingers, stop tackling people too toughly, mm-hmm. if that's a word, that's it. I'm done. Seriously. Don't you tackle that poor fullback too hard, mm-hmm. you naughty wingers. Come on, that's a joke. It has to be a joke. What's going on, Pete? Rugby league. On the text line, Steve says, shame on those telling you to stay away, Woogs. Don't they realise every village needs an idiot? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, good to be back. Hey, um, uh, DY uh, Dragon agreed, Sats, 100%. Hot cross buns are filth. Yep. I agree. You serious? Yeah, I agree. You are... That's it, D.Y. Drake. You can't say that. Hot cross buns should be made all year round. Well, they basically are. They come out Boxing Day now. But just take the cross off for the rest of the year. Now, I know it's just a fruit bun then, but, oh, they're the best. No. I reckon I've had – I'm not exaggerating. It's like Christmas fruitcake. Just – Oh, the best. No. No. The best, mate. You don't no. like fruit, do you? I can tell by your physique. Um, I was – but the thing – I reckon – and I'm not – I reckon I've had, say, five dozen hot cross buns so far. <laughs> Seriously. Well, they've been in the supermarket since I said November, that before. You're not even so. listening. Hey, listen, anyway. I want to um, give a shout-out. Yep. I want to give it to you. I just want to be serious for one moment. Okay. The way you handled yourself at your old man's funeral was that – I haven't – I haven't spoken to you mm. since that day. I mean, I left you at the wake. I left Sats, <laughs> by the way, listeners, when he was starting on the rums and he had fruit in his glass. I've gone, this is, I've done. I, I can't, I, I'm not going to stand around and watch one of the greats of the game celebrate his old man whilst having a rum with a piece of fruit in the glass. Well, it's, it's called a lime. It's fruit. <laughs> I've gone, that's it, I'm gone. Yeah. But, yeah. but I thought the way you handled yourself in front of that crowd and the way you spoke lovingly and with humour and with passion about your dad, mate, you get my shout out. I could not oh, do thank that, you. mate. Thank you. It was amazing. Much. Can I say um, it was tough when we had to go and get dad, and I think I told this on Monday night, so I apologise, listeners, but um, we actually went and got dad in his South Sydney casket with half the rabbit on it as well and – it was a great touch, and we had to go get him out of the out of the hearse and bring him into the the chapel. Yeah, you were there, and I could feel myself starting to really choke up and lose it. And there was the three grandsons, my son and my two nephews, uh, myself and Bobby McCarthy and Ron Coote, and so who was two of his closest friends. So as we we're walking in, bef- 
before we got in the ch- before we even entered the chapel, I heard Bobby McCarthy go, "Oh, f and hell, solid." <laughs> now that's Ron Coote's nickname, solid. Yeah, yeah right. He goes, oh, f and hell, solid. I think I've done me f and back. <laughs> and then Ron Coote goes, "Oh, Macca, you weak." Yeah, whatever. Yeah, and so <laughs> at the moment I was about to choke up, I was just laughing at these two sledging each other across the old man. So it was a, it was a pretty good touch. But, you know, to get up there in front of the amount of people that were there and and do his eulogies tribute, I, I found it actually really therapeutic, like the Manly game was, because you're sitting there telling really good, funny stories about it. It was bloody awesome. Yeah. It was, as a South fan, I was in, oh, mate, I was loving it. And I got to meet... One of my heroes, Bobby Mack. Yep, and Ron and and Ron was there too. You know yeah. the great Ron. So I just I just had an amazing. Elwyn Walters, who was the great hooker at South and the Roosters, and Bobby Honan, who won comps with him as well. Um, big John Pogo Morgan, Jewel International was there. There's a lot of Johnny Lang, uh, Wally Lewis, Gene Moses. There's a lot of people there, but. The people that Dad had really had a great effect on were the people that no one knew in the crowd were yeah. people who were drinkers at his pubs. Yeah. You know, there was a lot of those people there as well. Were there, so, a, were there a few impromptu speeches given? Yeah. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah. Oh, great though. Yeah, it was good. It was yeah, good. So many wonderful stories. Anyway, uh, I wanted to give a shout out to you. Have you got a shout out to someone? Uh, 0457 736 736 is our text or 1300 1170. Thanks to uh, Better Beer, Dunny says five dozen rolls won't be called woogie, cool. will be called wobbly, chubby man. Thanks, Dunny. Yeah, that's, that's that's nice. And Matt Rogers said because you're apparently off sugar, and Rat just texted and said they're full me. of sugar, woogie. He so, annoys me. So is fruitcake, mate. I had an apple the other day. Oh, woogie. Yeah, that's full of sugar, mate. Matt, you need to actually eat something. You've got the smallest arms I've ever seen. He wears a singlet's listeners, mm. and he looks like a marathon runner. <laughs> He, who hasn't eaten in years. Uh, Matty Rogers, good to see you texting in that Uber tonight. You can be involved anytime you like. Oh, he drives Ubers seven. at night, doesn't he? I just yeah. said that at the start of the show. We Uber share. Yeah, so I, I, I drive Monday, Tuesday nights. Yep. He does the Wednesday, Thursday that, nights. That brand new Tesla you both bought. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Well, mm. we haven't bought it. We're renting it. Mm. <laughs> right? It's, again, between us, we're making about 300 bucks a week. It's going well. Uh, keep your texts coming through. 0457 736 Seven three six. Uh, if you're like it or lumpets as well, have you got one? Oh no! Do you, you don't like the audio, do you? Yes, yes. It's a bit rude. Yes, Ugh, yeah. Would, would you play that in front of your kids and not be embarrassed? Mm. No, I would. I would explain to my kids it comes from a really, really good movie. Yeah, but why is she making that noise? Because she likes something. That's what the segment's about, like it or lump it. Oh, so she's enjoying a hot cross bun. Yep. There you go, like it or lump it, hot cross buns. Oh, we're not going to do better than that. Lump, that's a bit of an example, you know. Yeah, we can do better than that. Mm. Um, The live players playing at the Masters, like Like it it or lump it. I love it. I don't just like it, I love it. I do love it because it adds that, I suppose, that extra bit of spice to what is a, a tournament that is steeped in such great history and has never had any of this, I'm not going to call it word, contra- yeah, it is, I suppose, controversy surrounding it, uh, but it's it's good controversy for the event. Oh, I love it. I can just... you imagine, we talked about this last night, can you imagine coming up the 18th, mm. the two leaders, the last two players on the last day, and one's a live player, one's a PGA. It could be that. It could be Scheffler and Cam Smith. Mm. It could, it absolutely could be. Um Oh, I just – I don't care if a live player wins. I just love seeing 
the best players competing against each other. And it'll be nice to see our best player, Cam Smith, playing against the best and amongst it. No, I just, that's all I want to see. Mate, What I can't think of a better way to spend Easter. Four days of getting up early and watching the Masters. It's just unbelievable. Matt Chocolate Rod- all over the front of your, oh, your white teeth. Down singlet. my Y-fronts. Yeah. That's why I've got to wear black Y-fronts now. It hides food stain. Yeah. Because I... I'm not just – I love sitting on the couch in my undies mm. and just a singlet watching TV and eating ice cream. I think that's living. Mm. Like it or lump it. Yeah. Uh, like it. Ooh, Matt not, not, I'm not liking <laughs> what, the, vision the, of me. the vision of you standing sitting in your wife front. Hey, um, Matt Rogers on the text again. Mate, stop being a pest. Pick up a passenger. Still hit it 300 off the tee even with those scrawny arms. I haven't told Matt Rogers this yet. Because mm-hmm. you can't, because you're going to be um, down in Sydney. Yeah. Um, I'm playing in a golf day with Matt Rogers, and I'm going to play even extra bad that day just to frustrate him. Are you on his team? Yes. That'd be good. How good's that going to yeah. be? I'm going to slow him down. Mm. I bet you he plays the worst game just ever playing with me. Drink a, one stubby or one can per hole. Absolutely. Yeah. One? one? Right, I can do that. We're turning off at 7.15 in the morning. That's all right. Yeah, all righty. Thumbs up. 0457 736 736. What do you like or lump? Or you can call us 1300. Uh, what's that number again? 011170. Uh, like or lump at Gus Swinging again. This time it's about the rest for the dogs this week. They played Sunday night and playing again Friday. Yeah, good Friday. They always get the good Friday game. It's and against the Bunnies. It is against the Bunnies every year, the same opponents. Uh, well, it's not as if this game has just come upon them that they knew it was going to be a Sunday and a Friday. I suppose why it stands out now and why Gus is so protective of his club and his players is because of the, the horrid injury toll we got at the moment. Now, if they had all the players available, you would be saying to your group, you know what, everyone goes through this. Everyone goes through a five-day turnaround or a four-day by the time you, you get up Monday and you do your recovery, whatever it may be. Everyone goes through it at some stage throughout the season. I'd rather do it early in the season than late in the season. But it's been highlighted even more so with the amount of injuries that they've got. And, you know, they don't want to rush players back just for the sake of filling jerseys. Mm. They've got to ask for dispensation, apparently, from the NRL. So this is just, I suppose, Gus is on this rant because of the situation the Bulldogs are in at the moment. He's yelling at a lot of clouds well, at the moment, I was going to say, Gus. is he taking over our role? Yeah, he's, he's yelling, just yelling at a lot of clouds. Stuff. I know. <laughs> I think it comes with the age. He's looking good, by the way, Gus. He's lost, lost some weight. weight. A lot of weight. Change of diet and a lot of walking, he said. Didn't he used to have, like, some hot chips and a Coke every time he called the game? That was the legend. Mm. When he sat down the commentary box next to Rabs, apparently he used to want a bag of hot chips and a Coke. Do you, ever vinegar, do you ever used to have vinegar on your chips? Oh, please, all the time. No, never had it. Oh, you haven't lived. Yeah. Hey, listen, going back to the wingers again, too. Yep. That was part of our like or lump it. Which winger do you not want to be smashed by? Okay, so if you're a fullback that's like Tedesco last week, you're getting the ball, and Rat was explaining it last night as an outside back, you can hear the footsteps coming. So as Tedesco gets the ball or any fullback that's coming around or a centre gets the ball, and the winger's got to come in and try and shut it down. Mm. Who, hear, who do you want not want that winger to be? You can hear the footsteps coming in. Yep. Okay, so you know they're going to come. You're either going to take the shot or you can get rid of the ball really quickly and still get hit. I've got to say... It wasn't until the 80s, sort of the mid-80s, when the Bulldogs changed the defensive structures, where they called it an up-and-in, Warren Ryan, where if the ball went over your head and you're about to catch it, 
the winger would come in and jam in and smash you. So Eric Growth, oh. he wouldn't have been great. He was all elbows and shoulders and hips mm. and he would have hurt. No one in Druku would have leveled you. Um, who's the uh, – Semi Radradra wouldn't have been that good. Oh. <laughs> any Fijian winger. Yeah, that's right. Just any Fijian winger because yeah. it just – it's just all elbows and all bones and everything's hard. And I'll tell you, okay, I'll tell you one player, Justin Ollum. Yeah. He hurts. Yeah. Even when he runs the ball. Yeah. So I'm saying Justin Ollum would be the winger that I wouldn't want to come in and break my ribs. I mean, Steve from Dubbo would love mine. Mine is Eric Growth, senior. Mm. Like that, that is just an animal. Yeah, he didn't, like, he didn't, he wouldn't have defended under those. Yeah, when they just come in, but but if he was under that concept, like oh, that would have hurt. That would have been frightening. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Who's yours? Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. It's not a topic I thought we'd talk about. Which winger wouldn't you want to be hit by? Surely he's got to be a few from uh, from the years. Now game day squad, create, coach, compete in fantasy football. Remember, you can join the game day squad now for your chance to win a weekly cash prize of up to two and a half grand, which is great. The uh, SEN boys, we're doing well. You and the Rats. We've got 35. In our team. In our team at the moment. I'm, so each night we're going to embarrass a listener. Come on, get on there. Register, gamedayscuad.com.au. Register and get your own free packs. Pick your team. Manage it each week. It's really easy. Yeah. But then in the competitions tab, go in and put in the, the code S-E-N-D-A-Y-N-S-W, all in capitals. Join our team. We're going to go up against Joel and Fletch at Those bums. Yep. Yeah, imposters. Our listeners are better than Joel and Fletch. Yeah, I think. Well, one, they're Fletcher's smarter. Listeners. Yeah. And two, they're they a lot. They have teeth. A lot, yeah, and they're a lot more parochial about rugby league. They are. So, um, yeah, make sure you get on S-E-N-D-A-Y-N-S-W, all in capitals, to join our side. And I've got to say, I was looking at my wife's team that she's just got from registering and getting all her free cards. She's got one of the best teams I've ever seen. She was sitting in there today. This is what she said, quote, unquote. And I didn't like her for this, mm. right? Oh, I love your wife, Beck. But she goes, I've just bought this, 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 and this. And I've gone, you know you sound like right now? You sound like the bloody roosters. Because mm. buying talent. You like, can buy cards. Yeah, I know. You but, can buy packs, but you, all the other ones are free. I know, but she's going, I bought this and I got, I'm going, hey, you sound like the Roosters. Well, Develop your own talent. I got angry with her. Mm. I don't. You know, the best part about this what? comp is that if you are the leader yep. on our leaderboard in our team yep. at the end of each week and our team wins for that week, the points are accumulated amongst all the competitors, yep. $1,000. What? $1,000. If we win that week and you're at the yep. top of the leaderboard, $1,000. Yeah, so jump onto ours. 500 if you're second. Yeah, right. That's pretty good. Don't join Joel and Fletcher's. And if you finish third, you get a pair of Woogie's Y-fronts. Yeah, clean as well, I yeah. promise. Game day squad, create, coach, compete in fantasy footy, be the coach and win, play for free today. What wingers do you not want to have run at you and tackle you? I love the one you're about to say. 159. Oh, this is Opal Joe, the Red Fern Express, Terry Faye. Terry Faye. Oh. My hero yeah. growing up. Mm. Hey, quickly, before we go to the break, West Tigers fans, what do you think of this? A Facebook group called the West Tigers Action Group have begun planning, hoping to take a stand against the club's administration. The group are reportedly planning to walk out of a core stadium and also turn their backs on the field in the 11th and 12th minute. I don't understand that. Am I missing something 
the 11th and 12th minutes. Yeah, I don't know what the 11th and 12th minute is. Daddy if, Bass if, might be able to fill If you're one of those as part of the West Tigers action group, tell us why 11th, 12th minute. It may be very obvious and we're not – please don't do this, fans. I mean, the players on the field, you know, they're, they're doing their best. They're not getting a lot of success at the moment. Yes, they're trying hard but not getting the right results. I get all that, but don't do it to the fans. Yeah. I mean, don't do it to the, the players. I wonder why it's a, a lot of very good people involved in rugby league clubs, and yeah. they work really hard. So, yeah, things aren't going great. Yeah, they're not making some great decisions at the moment off the field as well. And it won't achieve anything by doing it. No, it won't. It won't. You know, you probably got a better better chance of making an impact by setting up a meeting or writing to the directors something else, rather than doing this mm. or protest out out the front of the offices. Oh, Daddy Vass is just running. What's the? Is this about the eleventh and twelfth minute? Eleventh consecutive year they haven't made the top eight. And what's the twelfth? It's just eleventh minute. Oh, 11 oh you've two got eleven to twelve. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Because next time, can you just write at the eleventh minute for a minute? <laughs> can you just uh, no no? We, if you be write, better. if you write, no, <laughs> be better. Sats, if you that should be our motto. Just be better. <laughs> no, I've got. <laughs> I have inspiring words I use before the show. No, but if you say. The 11th and 12th minute, does that mean like it's twice? No, I'm on Daddy Vass's oh, side here. <laughs> We're going to go to a break. Uh, you had a chat with Justin Holbrook uh, last night, along with Rats, the man with the scrawny arms. We'll hear that chat next here on Sports Day. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Sats and Rat for Sports Day. And always interesting to talk to the coaches after a team comes off a bye. We haven't seen regular buys week in, week out for a mm. number of years. Now with 17 teams, the Gold Coast Titans in round five had their bye. Uh, what are they, two from four now? And they play the Dragons again after playing them mm. in round two. And he's he's one of our favourites because he's so giving with his time. And that's their coach, Justin Holbrook, who's joining us right now. How are you, Justin? Hey, g'day, boys. Good, thanks. How's it, how's it feel being a coach that's preparing to play a team like the Dragons, only over, facing them three weeks ago? Yeah, well, I think we we even had that the last couple of years. Where the side we played early, we've seen to play a few weeks later. Look, I think it's okay. Um, it's uh, it's just the way the draw is, and you just get on with it. And to, to sort of answer your question around the buy, normally you don't want buys. You want to. You prefer to keep playing, but I think for us it was great to have that week off. We had a, you know, a few guys wounded in the game before, so it's, it's been you know normally you would say you don't buy early, you want to get you know play every week, but it's sort of good for us, give us a chance to to freshen up and get organised for this weekend's game. Yeah, mate, I, I got to say, I've, you know, watching the last game, um, I've never been more um, felt felt bad for a team to, to lose such critical players, uh, Brimson and Foran, and, and to be without semi Verrills. Uh, mate, how have the boys uh, had the? How have they gone after the week off, and how are you, how are you preparing for this week's game without those guys? Yeah, well, I think well, every, you know you know that they're out, so you just get on with it. And, mm. and the good thing is this year we've we've got good depth, and that's getting tested straight away at the start yeah. of the season. So um, yeah, we'll just just sort of get on with it this week. Um, 
and uh, yeah, get up for for a tough game on Sunday. Mm. Mate, the St. St. George are coming off you know a, a good win last week. Uh, they'll be feeling feeling buoyed. What where is where is it you've got to meet them to to get over the top of them? You look like in the first twenty minutes that you played them last week, you were going to beat them forty nil. Mm. Something happened there. The wheels fell off. I'm not sure what it was. I don't know if you could put your finger on it, but um, what are you going to do differently this time? Oh, I think physically we we didn't really match them, even though we. we we were leading that day. I don't think we were playing very well. I think they were sort of rolling down the field easy. It was just a bit of brilliance from sort of AJ who set up a try from nothing. Semi Vettels scored a try from nothing and that sort of got us that lead. Um, so, you know, one thing the Dragons do, they're very physical. They've got a big side, you know, their wingers are as big as front rowers and so, you know, their centres are silly and things like that. So we've just got to make sure that defensively we're, we're a lot more aggressive and um, look, I think we will be this time around. I think going into that game, I lost Jimmy Jolliffe, the, the the main session of the week. Tino was crook. We had a few bits and pieces. Um, even that game, actually, semi um play with his burn on one side and a fractured sh- sh- uh, collarbone on the other side, so he was a fair target too with those yeah. injuries. So we had a number of things that didn't go well for us that night, and, um, and as you know, as you mentioned, we got sort of beaten pretty easily. So. Um, the good thing is, you know, we, we play in a short time later uh, up here at home and we've only, only had the one home game this year, um, you know, a really hot afternoon where we just beat the Melbourne Storm. So it'll be good to, to get another game at home, um, which which we need. Now, Justin, news during the week that uh, the club has signed Cruz Leeming for a 27-year-old from Leeds and you having spent time at St Helens for so long. Was he a player that you always had on the radar if you were going to come back to Australia that, he was a player that you think could make it in the NRL. Tell us a little bit more about him, you know, due to the injury of, you know, of semi Verrills. Yeah, well, Satsy, so look over in England. Obviously, you know, it's a bit more open, and the, the, the hookers in particular are really creative players. They, they've sort of grown up always playing, and um, they've got really good vision. And, and Cruz is one of those type of players. He's, he's a real sort of X factor type type guy and um, as you mentioned with Semi Verrills out for an extended period Chris Randall's so solid and, and does a fantastic job he's great defensively but probably you know, need a bit of spark around there and that's that's what Cruz sort of brings and he's sort of grown up he's played a bit in the halves as well so he understands the game quite well and and he, you know he was captain of Leeds uh, last year and they, they got on the run and got to the grand final he's been a good player for a long time over there and I thought he was really unlucky. I thought he would have played for England in the World Cup, um, but he sort of missed out there. So uh, he's a really creative uh, player who's, who's arrived here now. He's trained with us today, so um, and, and he's really uh, keen to, to make a good impression. So he's sort of what we need. We want to make sure we cover in key positions. So um, I'm confident he'll, he'll have a bit of spark to our side. Was he a last-minute signing, Justin? Because yeah, yeah. Or was it... Has Semi Verrill's injury, is he going to be longer than what you thought mm. you first expected? Oh, yeah, it was purely off. Um, you know, when, when you don't sort of fill your roster, you always keep a couple of spots free for, for where it's needed. And, and for us, unfortunately, sort of straight away, um, you know, Semi Verrill's round two, you know, did he sort of fracture his collarbone again. So we straight away wanted to look for, for sort of hooker because. As you both know, sort of last year we, we we never really had a hooker and we juggled it all year. And in the end, it was having you know Sammy McIntyre and Joe Wallace playing hooker. So we we really wanted to make sure he had that covered, and it was just sort of good timing. Cruz was was looking for an opportunity. He he sort of been looking you know to get out here to the NRL, and and it was you know 
sort of worked out perfect for us because we were looking for that position. So when you got an extra couple of spots to fill, um, you know, it was it was worked out both for you know worked out well for both of us. Yeah, that's good. It's it's good that uh, yeah, like you say, you're filling those depth that depth in those key positions. I love which, the Pommy hookers. Oh mate, that, he's so right good though. To watch. Mate, the number nine position is the most important position on a football field. It's your attack starts from there. If you don't have a threat there, you, it's mm. just so hard for your halves. But I've got to ask you, yep. mate. I, I know you've gone with with well, you've named Toby Sexton um, this week in the in the seven shirt yep. um, or oh, in the six. Sorry. Um, with Tanner playing seven, but um, I mean, obviously they play a very similar game, but what about um, young Tom Weaver? I've got to ask you, because I watched him in the trials and I thought, gee, he, he must be close. He's, he must be knocking on the door and putting yep. some heat on these guys above him. How's he going? How's his progression? Yeah. And, and you're spot on with that. It was, it was a tough decision. Um, Cause Tommy um, played well in the trials, as you mentioned, Matty. And, but you know, he's, he only sort of played two Queensland cup games this year. I think he played two last year. So, we just felt that, um, you know, Toby had a really long year for us last year. He, uh, um, it, it was a close call, but we sort of feel like he's just earned the right ahead of Tommy. I think yeah. Tommy's a, a great young player. Um, and he has, well, exactly the way you summed it up, he sort of, he was close to, to getting an opportunity, but just felt like it was the right thing to do. Um, you know, Toby uh, worked really hard in his game in the preseason, and this is the first sort of opportunity we've gotten. Um, yeah, but but Tommy's going to be a, a real good player of the future, and, and, and it was a close call for this mm. week. Now you have got some depth in those key positions, and this is something we talk about, Rat and I, um, Justin, is that this possible you know, discussion between clubs and loaning players, and with players that are dropping like flies so early on in the season, at club level, do you get phone calls from, and I don't need to expose clubs and what the discussions are, but do you... Do you have calls from other clubs inquiring about taking a player for four or five weeks during you, the season? Do you mean like Parramatta calling about Jaden Campbell? Is well, that, anything, is that, like that. <laughs> anything like that. Anything like that. Is that what you meant? Does the club get any of those sort of calls? <laughs> um, I don't know if it happens too often, but I think um, a couple of years ago, obviously with COVID and there was no second tier games getting played, I think that was the first time it sort of happened here. It happens over in England a little bit, um, where they have, if you do go on loan, you've got to go for four weeks. But, but that generally happens over there when you've got a really good player not playing Super League that you want to play you know, Super League um, for their development. Whereas over here, it's, it's going to be such an even competition this year that well, I don't think it's in their best interest to, to loan a player. I think it's different if they're not getting a run and you go, oh, we'll sign them for the rest of this year and next year. That type of opportunity is completely different to... You know, oh, we'll, we'll we'll take him for four weeks. And you know, oh, oh, that's great. Yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to help you out. So I, I don't think um, it'll be too uh, common or, or popular, mm. especially now we've got our second tier competitions in the the Q Cup and New South Wales Cup. Like I went and watched Q Cup on the weekend, and we had our two feeder clubs early and we play each other. It was it was probably the best Queensland Cup game I've watched over mm. the last few years. It yeah. was high quality, went end to end. It was ten all till the last sort of. 30-second penalty, and, and I think, you know, for guys at our club who get, you know, just as much out of that as for us to loan them to, to sort of help another club is a, a, a big thing to do. Yeah, good stuff, good stuff. I love what David Fafita's doing as well. He's doing, Even in a beaten side, he's doing a lot of the dirty work. Love the way he's maturing. Mm. Um, now, Saturday, Sunday, I should say, uh, this weekend, 4 o'clock kickoff against the Dragons. Uh, Titans ninth up against the Dragons, who are sitting 10th side by side. Justin Holbrook, coach of the Gold Coast Titans. Thanks for joining us on Sports Day. Thanks, Chad. Thanks, buddy. Cheers.
the award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV, available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to it. Scotty Sattler, Jason Matthews here. Wednesday nights on the show. Thanks to Polaris, Australia's number one sling side-by-side branches. My mouth's watering. I'm finishing, I've got leftovers, yellow curry that, as uh, Daddy Vass calls them, the miso, uh, cooked last night for dinner. Mate, yellow curry's the best. I've worked it out. It's in between. How come every one of your conversations is around food? But, mate, yellow curry, it's in between. It sits in the middle of a red and, uh, what is it, a green curry. Well, that's what the traffic lights do. So that's why. That's why. Yeah. But I want to ask this, and some one of our listeners know, 0457 736 736, why is the green curry hot and the red's mild? Why? Did they, like, have, back in the old days in, in ancient Thailand, did they have, like, a, a chart out and they had it upside down? I mean, green's hot. No, it's not. It's the other way around. Mm. I want to know why. I'm sure someone will know. Why are you looking at me like that? Because I just, why does something, again, You've got so much content around food, mm. so much depth to your conversation when it's about food <laughs> and the bunnies. Mick, when it's anything else, you don't want to talk about it. Mick, uh, when we come over to Margaret River and crash at your place, mate. Margaret uh, River uh, surfing tournament in is the next one after Bells. Yeah, I, w- I want to talk about fresh seafood uh, as a feast and also some nice wines to accompany that. Okay. Mick, will you be making us a nice seafood yellow curry, my friend? Oh, mate, I might dive on some lobster for you. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> All right, you want to talk about the Tigers and the fans. Well, it's better, it's better than you talking about all these random foods. Exactly. Hot buns and curry. Thank you. <laughs> Get on with What's it. What's going on there, Woogie? Oh, I'm just hungry. Let's go. So, <laughs> um, yeah, this this sort of protesting malarkey, it all comes from the English football. Like, it's a small group of people that want to stir trouble in the crowd, which is not good for the players, not good for morale, not good for the club. Yeah, they're making terrible terrible decisions constantly, but it's not just now. It's been the last five years. Mm. It's just, it, it'll turn into an absolute, pardon the French, hit show really, mm. in the crowd. And that's what happens. And they get it from there. That's that's how they, there's just a small group of disruptors that want to cause a huge issue for the game. And it ends up with troublemakers. It's just ridiculous. And if they do do it, that's what's going to happen. Yeah, I, I can't agree more, Mick. And you are right, it is influence from, from the EPL overseas. And um and in saying that it's it's it only hurts the club when when you have fans that are that are taking this sort of action. I mean it, I know it's hard and it's it's frustrating when you're following a club that it's not having success on and off the field, but the best thing you can do is just bury your heels in and just mm. support them even more. And make the players feel like they're loved by their by the supporting group. Um, so, Mick, yeah, can't agree with you anymore. It's it's not the – and I should have said that earlier on. So you, you have brought that to attention, Mick, which is a really good point, is that when we say Tigers fans, it's not the it's not the whole – the entire group, the fan group. It's a, it's a group of fans who, are one, are very passionate. That's what we love about it. But I, I just wish they focused their, their anger and their frustration differently. Yeah. Yeah. And not take it out on the players. And the other fans as well. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't even know what they're protesting about. Well, they're it's not, only early in the season. Yeah, they're protesting against they they believe the way the club is being the the direction the club is going, the way it's been managed is being mismanaged and the wrong decisions have been made and 
I mean, that's it's subjective. I mean, there's there's history that shows that there hasn't been a lot of great decisions made there. Um, there needs to be change in some way, whatever that looks like. Not quite sure. We don't know what it looks like from the inside. We're just commenting from what it looks like from the outside. So all I know from a coaching point of view, I still think Tim Sheens will get them over the hump. Rooster Mungrel says they're an embarrassment. The West Tigers, uh, they've been exposed on NRL 360 as telling lies about this Anzac jersey debacle. The Army have 100% denied that the West Tigers consulted with them in any way about this jersey. And to make matters even worse, they send a pommy, John Bateman, out for the unveiling of the Anzac jersey. Yeah, some good points. Uh, I read some stuff today around around the jersey, the Anzac jersey, which depicts a picture of a couple of soldiers. Um, not Anzacs, or I, I shouldn't say not Anzacs, but not the images that we usually see from World War One, World War Two. It's more modern day soldiers uh, in the uh, the war around the Middle East in the desert. Um, they've agreed that the image was uh, of two American soldiers, not Australian or New Zealand soldiers. And they were in consultation with Holdsworth, Holdsworth the Army Barracks as well. So whether that now has been disputed is, again, just another well, We argument. haven't seen that report on NRL 360. I mean, we've seen it on the TV, but we haven't listened to it. So we what haven't about, heard it for our own ears. Is NRL 180, have they covered it yet? <laughs> no, <laughs> not yet. Okay. Not yet. No, but uh, NRL But when it rains, it pours. Yeah, but is there also an element, though, that people just love digging the boots into the West Tigers? Yeah, They've been down for a few years. They haven't had success. They haven't had success for a while. So um, So how are we going to shut all the doubters up? And there's a lot on the text tonight, by the way. Just win. Show that you can go toe-to-toe with some of the best teams in the competition on a consistent basis. Now, it's easy to say that. It's far more difficult to do. So... But at the moment, unfortunately, the West Tigers, and they hold a dear place in my heart because I love Tim Sheens and and Benji and Robbie. They're they're really good people. Mm. There's a lot of good people in that club. So uh, it's easy to say just win, but at the moment they're not showing that they're close to that. So, But what we are seeing in this competition, everyone, is that from your tipping comps, whatever tipping comp you're in, that any team can create an upset any given week. Gee, Steve from Dubbo can't help himself as an Eels supporter, can he? said, let's be realistic here. Who are the Tigers fans trying to kid? They would have been leaving before halftime anyway. See, last <laughs> night, Rooster Mungrel and Steve were into each other. Were they? Yeah. I love it when the Whack Pack have a crack at mm. each other. Yeah, They're breaking good. from the inside, the Whack Pack. There's cracks. There's cracks. Polaris, end of financial year deals are on now. We'll get to more of your texts in just a moment. Get up to $3,000 free accessories on Polaris Rangers. Uh, break time. When we come back, your texts on Sports Day. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to the show. 0457 736 736 is our text uh, line. We'll get to those in just a mo. But uh, your mate Glenn is on the line right now. That's, what the, what's well, he's put us on hold. There you go. Cut him off. He's put us on hold. What? what, what? He's got us on hold. 
Mate, the whack pack are out of control tonight. Well, yeah, Michael says the whack sets the whack pack has cracks. Did you do a bit of rapping in your breakdancing days? Hey, that's good. We're going to get some trucker caps made up with whack pack. Are we? Yeah. Now we uh, we talked about feared wingers, wingers that you didn't, you didn't, you didn't want, want coming in, but you didn't want to be smashed by. And Sporty Gav says big Brett Plowman. Yeah, I've still got three marks on my leg, <laughs> scars on my legs, cuts on my legs where Brett Plowman wore spikes during defence training at training one day. Sliced my legs a bit. He was a massive man. Yeah, John Rebo. His name was John Rebo de Brassac. He was a great winger. Ross Harrington, big South Sydney winger. And Mr. Muscles, Dean Carney. Yeah, he was massive, Dean Carney. Massive legs. Uh, feared wingers. Evening, lads. I would not have liked to be smashed by either George uh, Jorge Tafua, George Tafua, or Francis Melly. Yeah. Francis Melly, I was saying last night, Jace, he was responsible, I think, with Brent Tate's neck and having to wear a boogie board because Francis Melly nearly snapped him in half. It's quite funny, actually. Um, good evening, gents. The winger that I would not like to be hit by would be Brisbane winger Michael Hancock. Yeah, there. good one. Elbows he wasn't and overly knees. large, was he? No, he wasn't. Just solid. Just he is so strong. Stan thought boy. Uh, he was really fierce and angry and hated to be tackled. You remember he used to jump around on the ground all the time? Yeah. That's uh, Tiger Raymond from the gong. Um, what about this one from 127? Bill Mullins, uh, Dennis Conchella, yeah. Stephen Knight and Marcus Bay. Yeah, Marcus, Marcus Bay. I played with Marcus his first year in Australia at the Gold Coast Chargers. And he was, um, he was frightening. He was scary. Again, he was all elbows and knees. It was just all bone. Yeah. He yeah. Went to Melbourne the following year and then won a comp in 99. I don't remember this person. Manfred Moore from Newtown Manfred in 70, Moore, yeah. he was a, 77? He was an NFL player that came across the play. Not good. <laughs> That's tongue-in-cheek. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. That's from... So is this one boy. here. Uh, Eon Crossan, Ross Conlon, Matt Rogers. <laughs> Matt Rogers. Fitzy. Mate, Matt Rogers get tangled in your legs. Yeah. And he looked like he was part of a boy band. Or he might take your eye out with his oversized jersey. It could flick you in the, <laughs> in the eye as he ran past. Uh, Danger. Uh, he says, hi, boys. Welcome back, Woogie. Uh, Greg Inglis, a winger in the Star Boys. Is he going to start? Who? Greg Inglis. He wasn't on the wing, was he? he was oh, a... yeah. He started off on the wing. Did he? T- tall and lean he was. He's he was very, yeah, very lean. first guy at 18, yeah. Righty, eight. keep him coming through. 0457 736. 736 is our text number. More of your text coming up real soon. This is Sports Day with Kia. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back. Second hour of the show. Jeez, I was just thinking, tomorrow night we've got a one-hour show because of Thursday night football. Mm-hmm. Who's playing tomorrow night? Melbourne Roosters. Oh, yeah, down in Melbourne. That'll good be a good game. Brandon Smith for the first time playing for points. Yes. I know he played a practice match. Playing for points against the Storm. What sort of reception do you reckon he'll get in Melbourne? Oh, no, he, is a, he was a crowd favourite. And he was great with the fans as well for more reports. Teammates loved him. Club loved him. He left with their blessing because he went for big money to, to the Roosters. So he'll be fine. But, yeah, he's a yeah he's a, he's a savage when he's on the field. So, yeah. I mean, he'll, he'll rip and tear as better than anyone else. So but, those Melbourne Storm fans, mate, you know how they wear the shorter pants with the no socks with their shoes? They'll yeah. get rip into him. <laughs> 
They'll they'll be they'll be waving their black uh, skivvies around. Mm. Oh, there's a lot of skivvies in maths this year, this season. <laughs> a lot of skivvies. We know you're not a professor. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Hey, listen, uh, 0457 736 736 is our text number. We'll get to a lot of your texts in just a moment. We did try to talk to this bloke uh, earlier, but he had us on hold. Yeah. Uh, I think your mate's here now, mate. Well, G'day, boys. How are you going? Hello, Sats. How are you, mate? You yeah, what's happening? <laughs> it's Glenn. Yeah, really good. Justin, good to hear you back, mate. And Rat, I hope you're listening, mate. He is, he is listening. Uh, given today is Great Pax Waratah West Wacky Wednesday. I just had to call. Yep. I've absolutely got no idea what's happening. On I'm not really a celebrity, so let me stay here. Yeah. But is it Aisha versus Kerry Ann Catalog in a Dunny Challenge tonight? After a, the morning of Donald Trump this morning, I'm really looking forward to the Masters on free-to-air TV tomorrow. Mm. So go walk and Well, that'll be Friday morning, to not Shane tomorrow Dowling. morning. That's actually 10.50 10 tomorrow night. Yes. Well, he said tomorrow and morning. Oh. He said tomorrow morning. Yep. Uh, Masters is on Friday oh. morning, by the way, Glenn. Thursday oh, night thanks, it's on. Thanks for sorting that out for me, mate. I really appreciate that. Well, you'd that, get buddy. up tomorrow like an idiot. That's, that's why you're, <laughs> and and, and that's there'll be nothing on. That's mate. Just in well, case really you're not doing that. anything. Mm. All right, bye. I'll be watching, mate. Yeah, good, good, good. Who you like, Rory well, McIlroy? <laughs> Who do you like, Rory McIlroy? Oh, no, he's not a bad little player, actually. He's mm. put on a bit of muscle. I know, he's a bloody good player, mate. I'm on him at 67, mate, so... Don't get so aggressive. Yeah. You're really aggressive. I'm not man. aggressive. <laughs> Remember, you win some, lose more. So, uh, <laughs> see you later. Bye. There he goes. Actually, Neiman looked like Matt Rogers mm. the first year on the tour. <laughs> he's he, actually, he actually texted last night that he's had some money. He's paying really good money, actually. Okay, good. good. Um, no, now, did I tell I was telling the listeners last night that I bought a smoker and oh, I get delivered stop. tomorrow. You claim to be the king of smoking? No, no I don't like smoking. Not meat. smoking. Charcoaling. In, yeah. I like charcoal, charcoal meat. Okay. But, but you asked me, mate, when I get this, can you come around and give us a hand and help me – Break it in. I yep. mean, yeah, that, that sounds right as long as you buy the meat. And that was your response. It was, well, it did. It lacked enthusiasm. What do you that, mean? M- well, I, I said I'd come around and help you. I know you. where you're going with this. Because all of a sudden, you're inviting Matt Rogers around into, into our inner circle. he showed great enthusiasm about my inability to smoke meat. I don't like it. I've been ditched. Well, because you didn't show any enthusiasm. Bull. Put your hand up. Yeah. <laughs> Is there some audio I have to play? Uh, Do I have to play this? I'm Apparently not. something from last... Am I meant to, Daddy? Because this is really bad acting, Sats. I've never smoked ever Are you meat. kidding me? Ever. We're now going to be best friends. Yeah. <laughs> Are we best friends? Have <laughs> <laughs> we, we just become best friends? <laughs> Matty Rogers just said, why is this bloke on our show talking about you? Um, yeah, because he showed great enthusiasm, the rat, about me... Charcoaling and smoking the meat. See, smoking meat's overrated. You've got to charcoal it. Okay, I'm a member whatever. Of the... I'm learning all this. But, again, you don't show different... enthusiasm. I... Rat. Rat's willing to come and stay over for a couple of days and just teach me from do you want Do you want Rat at your house I for do. a couple of days? I do. Yeah, I don't know. Mm. Listen, I'm telling you now, yeah. I have offered, I've asked you off the air, I've actually, this is not even for the show, I have asked you off the air, have you got it sorted yet? Right, yeah, no, no, it's getting delivered. Like this is about an eight thousand dollar barbecue he got sucked into buying. Mm. What did you go in to buy? Like 
like a three hundred dollar barbecue. No, I went, no, I went in to buy a fireplace. <laughs> and you smoker. Yeah, about eight grand's worth. <laughs> right? And it's like, yeah, ridiculous. And I have offered. Mm. But you've got to choose one, mate. Like it or lump it, that Woogie should help you do smoking. I'm saying lump it. Well, don't, don't sm- like I it. don't smoke meat, mate. I don't, mm. I don't like it. Uh, like it or lump it. Do you want to talk about that now? Uh, Actually, before we get to that, yeah, and we get to some texts, I found this really fascinating yesterday about the NBA. Uh, speaking of smoking, you can now smoke weed and play in the NBA. The decision to allow consumption of cannabis came as part of the league's new collective bargaining agreement, the CBA. What? This is incredible. Like, so if you get drug tested after a, a fixture match, and you got cannabis, and you got cannabis in your system, it's play on. It's it's encouraged. Well, I'm gonna. We will see a lot of weight. There's a lot of players who put a lot of weight on when they get the munchies. Well, the bench will be sitting there with pizzas <laughs> on their lap, won't they? Seriously, during the game, you're on. I can't. My fingers are greasy. <laughs> I can't. Just give me five hey, minutes. What out at the end of every timeout? And the coach is in the middle going, guys, you've got to go three-man and two-man. And he's looking in everyone's eyes and they're just all bloodshot. <laughs> guys, you look, look like your eyes are bleeding. What's wrong? You know how a lot of the stadiums play that? Yep. The we will rock you? Yep. Now it's Bob Marley. <laughs> One love. Seriously. Snoop Dogg's new CEO. So, well, not only that. Yep. I've uh, I've heard on the grapevine, because I'm very – I understand NBA probably better than most. Yep. And there's a couple of people who put their hands up already uh, for the NBA draft next year. These blokes are keen as. Talk, talk it up, man. Kind of grabs you by the boo boo, don't it? <laughs> Cheech and Chong in the NBA in 2024. Can you believe that? <laughs> That's well. It's, they're saying it's sort of a performance-enhancing drug. It, no, it's the opposite, isn't it? Yeah. So I, I want to know. No. Six seconds left in a game, <laughs> and your clutch shooter. Yeah. It's it's the one man it's going to go to. Okay. So six seconds, and you know it's going to go to that guy. Whistle goes. They throw it in from the side, and they pass it around. And it goes to that clutch man. He's asleep. No. <laughs> or he takes a bite out of it. Because he thinks the big apple. He, he catches it one hand because his other hand's got a pack of Cheetos. What? And a Slurpee. So. Chalky milk. Where do we go with this? Seriously. I don't know. Mm. I don't know, but well done, NBA. I don't, I don't, this is going to be interesting. This is, yeah, very interesting indeed. Text time. When is Glenn going to get a longer permanent time slot? It's overdue. Steve? Never. Steve? You are. Not a chance. I didn't read the text last night. Steve and Rooster Mongrel were into each other all night. And the reply from Rooster Mongrel right at the end of the show, my answer to Steve is 28-20. That's what we've got to do. Roosters versus Eels. Uh, Matt Rogers has been on the text again. We'll do it all, Sats. Ribs, pork, butt. Oh, pork butt? Yep. <laughs> Sorry. Prime rib. Uh, Woogie will be more than happy to eat he it. He will. Zero uh, three four Smokers, Sats. Smoking is a yank thing. You're one step away from owning a Ford F-150 Yank tank. Just charcoal it. Mm. Charcoaling is the best way to go. There's Glenn. a. I've told you about the Facebook group I'm part of. Glenn and Shell Harbour, they don't charcoal or smoke meat in Shell Harbour. Mate, I'm a part of a 50,000-strong Facebook group group called the $85 Jumbuck yep. Charcoal, whatever, from Bunnings. Yep. It's the greatest. Mate, you see 
wonderful meal ideas. You see other people's meat on fire as well. <laughs> you see everything. Now, we've been talking about feared wingers. Yep. Wingers that you wouldn't want coming in to smash you. And there's been a lot of double-ups because there's been so many great wingers. Uh, two wingers, Hayden would be, yeah, George Defoe. We've had that a couple of times. Um, what about uh, feared wingers uh, growing up watching Mark Harris and Ziggy Nizcott? Oh, Ziggy. From Ryan, yeah. Mark Harris was evil. He's Ziggy. a great player. He went out of the NFL. When, when, I was, when I was a kid yep. running around the back streets of Yaguna, I was Ziggy Nizcott and Terry Fay. As a kid, running around. Michael says Brett Plowman and Jonah Lomu. Yeah, Jonah Lomu, was, well, he was probably more dangerous to ball in hand. So big he was. Uh, 206, when I text. When they see a player on the NBA bench eating a bucket of KFC, they won't waste their time <laughs> drug testing that player. So that, that'll be a giveaway. Yeah. When they turn up to, when, when the, the drug agency turns up and says, hello, my name's Jim, and I'm from the drug agency, you've been nominated yep. randomly to give us a, a drug, a urine yep. sample. Yeah. And he's, while he's doing it, he's, he's got a giggling. bucket of KFC oh, no. and he's, he's just giggling at people for no reason. Yeah. Yeah. Snoop Dogg could also be a player, CEO and player. He's got some height. Yeah. Six, six or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. What else? Feared wingers. Uh, Glenn from Byron Bay. Bill Mullins, Eric Groth Sr. What about poor Eric Groth Jr.? Yeah, people have to say Sr. He was a good winger himself, Eric Groth Jr. Being a Paris supporter, uh, we'll fire up again with Sean Lane. Yeah, Sean Lane's back. Sean Russell, Hayes Munster. <laughs> Hayes Munster coming in the back line. Uh, that's Hayes Dunster. But, um, but yeah, Parramatta have uh, got Sean Lane back, which I think Dylan Brown will, will like as well. Uh, Woogie and Sats. Uh, Daniel, the late Peter Diamond, yeah, Western Suburbs winger. He was built like a brick outhouse, and they said he could hit like a semi-trailer. Yeah, he he would have made it in any era, big Peter Diamond. His son, Craig Diamond, played a lot of first grade for Cronulla as well. Yeah, yeah right. Hey, 127's been on the text. When's mm-hmm. Adrian's Fafita Files segment begin? Yeah. I haven't heard from Adrian for because a while. A, Because Andrew Fafita's been playing really well. Even no, though, David Fafita. Oh, David Fafita, I mean. David Fafita's been playing really well. So he has been old pick on him. Tim wants to know, Tim from Parks, who never freezes his meat. Yep. Hey, Jace, how do you like charcoal meat straight out of the freezer? Love it, Tim. Love it. You, no, thaw, you, you thaw it out first, no, Tim. You can't use meat out of the freezer and then put it in a into charcoal. It's yeah. got to be. You haven't cooked a piece of meat. It's got to come fresh, straight from the. No, well, most of the times you can, but every now and then, if say no. little little rolled roast porks are no. on special, you might no. grab. Grab a few of them and chuck one in the freezer. You've got to put it in the fridge to dry it out for two days anyway. Sensi- Don't you start, mate. You haven't cooked any meat. Santi from Tormina says, seriously, if you ever got smashed by a winger, you want to have a good hard look at yourself. They only hang around footballers. Well, they're getting told now they, they've got to be careful about tackling players. Isn't that incredible? Yeah, it's amazing. Um, g'day. Imagine how your dad would be feeling today. He'd be rolling in his grave, wouldn't he? About wingers? When wingers are being told to take it easy Isn't on the it other funny? players. Like he bagged wingers all the time. But, you do too. But my godfather is a winger. Yeah. Michael Cleary. <laughs> who they called him Michelle. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Nothing Won a bronze medal in the Emirates Games and yeah, there you go. he was a male model as well. Was he? Yeah. G'day boys. Enjoy the show as always. Just wondering how I join up on the game you were talking about. Hope my mighty Titans go well this Sunday. Cheers, Braden from Perth. Yeah, Braden. What you're, you're talking about is game day squad, and you can be a part of our game day squad here on Sports Day. 
All you got to do is go to Game Day Squad, look that up, join this competition or this team, SEN Day NSW, right? Look for that, chuck that in, join our competition as we take on Joel and Fletcher's the the Run Homes team. Yeah, so when you go into it, you'll sign in, they'll get all your details, and then you'll get all these free cards. Hey, Jace, mm. get all these free cards. You open up the packets. The animation of it, it's amazing, the graphics of it. Yeah. Uh, you get all these packs, and then you set your own team up, and you start from this weekend. And then part of that, part of one of the tabs, you'll see competition. When you push on competition, you put in the... SEN Day New South Wales. And you'll join, NSW, and you'll join our team. Yep. All in capitals. Yeah, it's pretty easy. Game day squad, create coach, compete in fantasy footy, be the coach and win, play for free today. And we are taking on Joel and Fletcher's uh, listeners. Mm-hmm. And if we win, if we win that week and you happen to be the top scorer in our squad, you'll win, as Sat said, a 1000 bucks. Yeah. Easy. How good's that? Yeah, easy. And it's- with the numbers that are involved at the moment, we've got about 35, 36 involved. That's after two days. The odds of winning, pretty high. That's how you do it, Braden. Anyone who wants to join, it's a bit of fun, and we get to rib the boys uh, who are on before mm. us. Uh, Tiger Ray, the reason behind the Tigers turning their backs on at the 11th or 12th minute is it's been 11 or 12 seasons since the Tigers have made the finals. Yeah, yeah we worked that out a little early. Thanks, Tiger Ray, uh, for your text. Um, feared wingers, this is from uh, Rabbit Burrow Tamora. Tear into pieces, take no prisoners, go mighty rabbitos. Gus the winger. Gus the winger. I don't, know who, Gus, I don't, I don't get that either. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, hot cross buns. We were talking about those earlier. Rooster mongrel. Hot cross buns are as bad as pineapple on pizza. Oh, come on. I love pineapple on pizza. So do I. Mm. It's a fruit. Nothing wrong with that. Yep. Um, we got one here also, uh, Slats and Justin. West Tigers need to get someone in the club that knows how to run the recruitment and retention department in the club. At the moment, they couldn't run a choco vine over an outhouse. <laughs> um, 206. Yeah, oh, you know what? It's, it's a, it is difficult to recruit players to clubs that haven't had a lot of success. And for the Tigers, it's, it is difficult. Got, they've got some good cattle, Sats. They have signed some good t- – but they've got some players there that are, I suppose coming to the end of their contracts. Um, well, then don't pick them. Well, who else? I mean, give it, give a young kid a go. Yeah, right. But, but that's some, being brave, right? Because at the moment you're sitting zero and five. Sometimes you've got to be brave. Sometimes you've got to be brave, and it goes against the, you know, it usually goes against the norm. But when you're a team that hasn't faced a lot of success, you're looking for immediate success. Which, but then you got to be, and if that's not happening, and you're going to be brave, you're going to pick some young players that are going to be part of your club for the next two, three, four, hopefully ten years. You've then got to be able to sell that to the fans and say, hey, guys, we're playing the long game here. Because when you haven't had a lot of success, unfortunately, there can't be any long game. The fans aren't that patient. Sponsors aren't that patient. How do you find immediate success? That's, that's the secret. Because they're not going to have final success with continuing to play guys who are coming to the end of their careers. Oh, so the play the con- long game. Well, usually at the end of their contracts, players play their best footy. But they're not. Maybe some of them just aren't up to the week-to-week rigors of, of the NRL. Or maybe they're at a at an age and an inexperience or an immaturity rugby league-wise at the moment. Not age-wise, but immaturity rugby league-wise. But they're just the timing just hasn't 
I feel sorry for Appy. He's trying his guts out every week. There's no doubt about it. He's a class player. Well, it all starts out of hooker. He's a class player. Everything starts out of hooker. And if everyone's not on the same page as the hooker, a lot of the time, everything dishevels out of that. Let me ask you this question then. And it seems like it. Do players drop off when they go to the West Tigers? Does their form go backwards? It can be revolved around the players that are around you, the the players in key positions, and it also go comes down to coaching. Now, it's not going to happen at the Tigers under the coaching because I'm going to tell you, Tim Sheens is top three smartest coaches, smartest IQs in rugby league in the history of the game. He Can is, I ask you a question on that? Yep. And I know you have a wonderful relationship with Tim Sheens and I think he's a no, great mentor the, as well. No, put that no, no, aside. Well, let me ask yeah. you this. Is he the right person to be coaching the team for today's game? Yes, because it doesn't matter whether you played in the 50s or you played in the current day. Basics. Don't have a crack at Wayne Bennett. No. Basics. <laughs> basics. Uh, playing aggressive style, enthusiastic, and being ruthless are things that you need to win games. Now, the, the other the, – the ruthless and all those – they're not coached. If you're good at the things that you don't need to coach, like kick chase, um, you know, all those little areas of enthusiasm, you don't have to – they're not coachable. They're things that you've got to be able to have within – within yourself, that you want to do it. And the basics of the game are so important, especially when you're losing. The basics are even more important. He's the best coach okay. at coaching the basics. Well, he hasn't got the right personnel then. And I've, I've been saying since day one this year, they've got problems in the halves. They look rudderless. They get the ball inside the opposition's 20. They don't know what to do. Mm. And I, they need a halfback. And I, I know everyone just slags Brooks. But I, I actually don't think he should be leading that team around the park. He hasn't – it's like – and again, correct me if I'm right, but it's like no one's got a voice out there going, you go here, you go here, you go here, we're doing this. Well, maybe maybe Luke isn't that number seven that can that can handle that role. Um, but it's all they've got at the moment to, to, to get them around the park. Then give someone else a crack. I, I truly believe that Luke Brooks is, is really damaged psychologically around where he sits in the game at the moment. And I think the best thing for Luke Brooks would be to go to the UK Super League. What, start, now? Yeah, start again. Right now. Well, he's on big money. He's not going to go anywhere on the money he's on. But at the end of But his, that's going to hold the West Tigers back for another year. Unfortunately, it's a situation. And it's not all in. his fault. No. But it's unfortunately a situation they're in because they've got him signed to a long deal on good money. And they made that decision based on a, a kid that became the halfback of the year, the Dallium halfback of the year. So, so what's happened to him? It's all about confidence. And but can your confidence be down that long since? Well, yeah, absolutely. When your team's not making finals yeah, and you're right. the man that wins, wears the number seven, absolutely. So, you know, for Luke Brooks, when he comes to the end of his contract this year and he may not gather any interest from other clubs, there's nothing wrong with saying, you know what, I'm going to go to the UK Super League. Yeah. Like Jackson Hastings did, like Brody Cross doing right now. And go and reinvent yourself. Yeah. Get some confidence back in your game. Daddy Bass wrong with has that. popped in the studio. Oh, I just had a couple of thoughts. Mm-hmm. A couple of seasons ago when the Tigers went on a bit of a run late in the year, Harry Grant obviously played for the Tigers on loan from ninth, Melbourne. Yeah. He simply just wanted to play first grade. Well, we spoke about this on Monday, and I stole that from Joel Kane when I was saying to the listeners on Monday, with Jonah Pezzett now not even in the 17 or the 18 because, uh, because Jerome Hughes has come back. Yeah, did the, 
do Melbourne ring the Tigers or vice versa? And, and Joel came at a really good point. Do the Tigers say, hey, do you want him to keep playing first grade? How about we get him for six weeks? When you need him back, you can have him. He, he doesn't play against you. But if Jonah wants, you want him to keep playing first grade and not go back to second tier footy, um, we're happy to take him. It's it's a it's a worthwhile conversation. They've got some good cattle though. I'll go back to that though. They've I thought they've actually recruited quite well. They have, yeah. Well, they just seem rudderless. That's what my thought was. So like Harry Grant, yes, he's been on loan, but he actually wanted to to play first grade. He wanted to be there. It was an attitude thing, right? Api Corusau at the end of last year, he already signed with the Tigers. He came out grand final day and made fun of the club. Now he's the captain there. You compare his form from to this year from last year after five rounds. I know it's early, but he's dropped off. Isaiah Papali'i, he hasn't done much in the first five rounds. It's something about the club with an attitude thing. Do the players want to be there? I oh, they can ask there. you that. No four. Yeah, they want to be there. They want to be there. Of course, they want to be there. But and sometimes you become products of your environment. And exactly to your point, you got Appy, who is trying. He's trying to create things, but it seems as though when he gets out of dummy half and creates half an opportunity, there's, there's no, no one there. There's no one there to push up. Now, I think it's unfair to say that Appy's, I mean, Appy's form has suffered, but I don't think it's because of his lack of trying. It has suffered. Yeah, it has but suffered. But not, so. not because of his lack of no. trying. It'll take mm. time. Take time to get these combinations. He's right. got no one going with him. Yeah. Who is, who's sticking their hand up when the ball's inside the opposition's 20 and going, let's go, boys, we're going this way. We're doing this. That's your halfback. Look at Adam Reynolds, one of the best game managers there is. When you're inside the opposition's 20, who's the first person you look at at the Broncos? Mm. You're looking for Adam Reynolds. What he, what's he want me to do? He's positioning all his players. He's thinking two tackles ahead. There's none of that at the West Tigers. And I'm sorry to be one of those guys who just slams Brooks, but he needs to be responsible for that. And he's not a talker. Mm. Yeah. He's not that natural leader. No, he's not. And he's never been a natural leader. There's nothing wrong with that. So he, who is that? Is it Dewey? Is he the leader or, or not? Well, for, for more reports, when we interviewed Timmy Sheens last week, he said he's the alpha male in the group. He's the one that everyone looks to. Well, then he's got to start talking on well, the field. He, he obviously does, but mm. you know what? They've, you know, we've got a text here from Michael from Jermoyne saying the West Tigers is a retirement village. And it's, it's easy to say that there has been a long history of, of poor rec- poor recruitment around some of their players um, that haven't spent a lot of time at the club and have only played a handful of games, whether it's injury or form, whatever it may be. But they've got an opportunity, West Tigers fans, with with Tim and, and Benji to not start from start afresh but have a really good new approach to the way the West Tigers are going to look with the years going forward. Now, we, we I know we keep saying that. We've said that year after year. But I truly believe that they're in a really good opportunity, the West Tigers and Benji and Tim Sheens, to, to try and peel back some layers and, and give some real brutal honesty to where some players sit in the NRL. So you reckon, do you think that maybe next year, not this season? I'd, I'd be writing this year off. No, you don't write this year off. I Given mean, the current cattle, I would. Yeah, you know, because the good part about this season is that the trend I'm seeing is there's no standout team that's going to make that's going to win the comp like we have seen in the past. I think that anyone, any sort of one of sort of five or six teams could realistically win the comp. Um, but I think there's a large group of the NRL are realistically an opportunity to make the eight because there's no real standouts. And we thought that was going to be different at the start of the year. So, 
No, you don't write this year off. You do the best you can to try no. and blood as many players as you can and get some experience and let's see where it gets you. Kiwi Joe says Clemmer's tried. He's he's given it a red hot crack. What do you think, Tigers? What is 0457 736 736? Break time on Sports Day. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's large SUV, available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's large SUV, available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to it's time for this. Yes! 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 Yeah. Yeah, no, it's horrible, that. It's time for like it or lump it. Before we do that, I've got a text here on 0457 736 736. Where's it gone, Sats? It's the one about Jared Hayne. Uh, 289. Uh, Jared Hayne, the weakest winger of all time. To turn a blind uh, blind eye to it is a disgrace. No rugby league broadcasters had the balls to talk about it. Scum at the highest level. Of course, the listener is talking about Jared Hayne being found guilty. Two counts. Um, and it's been before the courts for five, six years now. Um, and he's out on bail at the moment and will be summoned to court tomorrow to, to go into custody, they're thinking. Um, yeah, it's it's horrific. It's it, it is horrific. It's... It's horrific, the, the details that, that came from it now that it's been made public. Uh, he believes he's going to, that he's got grounds to appeal appeal the, uh, the conviction. Uh, so it's a matter of watch this space. But, you know, if the, if the details that, that we're reading the, in all the, uh, the public arenas now are true, it's, it's a disgrace. And mm. I don't know what more we can add to it. Like, yeah, I know. I mean, it's, it's, well, it's a tough one. It is. I mean, the big question is now is... The NRL are looking at it, but allegedly, should should he be taken? Should his two thousand nine, two thousand and fourteen, yeah, Dally M's be taken off him? I think so. Well, I then th- the question is Ben Barber. Ben Barber's Dally M still stands. Oh, I think they should be taken off him as well mm. because it brings the game into disrepute. But then the argument is, um, should, the Dally M is is judged on on field. Play at all, and I'm just throwing up. Okay, well, let me put I'm it this just way: throwing up different arguments that always surface around this this subject. Are the NRL proud to have them as Daly M winners in the current situation? Probably not now. Then take it off. But them. at the time that they played and won those awards, they're thinking they're yeah. they're the jewel in the crown. But you know what? It's it should be it should be the whole package. Oh no, I I agree with you. When you're a sports person. Male or female, you represent a sport for not only just on field. You represent the community. You re- represent. But how um, you represent yourself in the community is more important than the game of rugby league. Yeah, it is. It is. But yeah, as a sports person, you are you are judged on your actions on the field. Yep. More so. Okay. And when you're a good player and you're winning rugby league games, and you know, correct me if I'm right, <laughs> but um, but. If you're a lot of people sometimes turn a blind eye when your team is winning and and your players are playing fantastic. Do fans or do clubs turn the blind eye? Well, a bit of both. Yeah. A bit of both, and yeah, it's it's easy to say that shouldn't happen, but it's it's realistic. It's life. That's what happens. That's what happens. So, I I, never, I don't agree with that, but I, I understand where you're coming yeah. from. But it shouldn't be like that. No, it shouldn't Should be, be like that. that but no. it is, and I've got to say. It's not happening as much because there is far more scrutiny on sport now than there was 
you know, back in the old days. But <laughs> was, I bet it's true, though. Yeah. God, the stuff you blokes would have gotten away with would have been incredible. Yeah. Uh, not ex- suggesting that you got away with stuff, Sats, by wanna, the way. One, Backpedalling. Once upon a time, Malcolm Reilly, the great pommy lock forward, he hurt his knee and a, and a newspaper did an interview with his knee, built up this character around his <laughs> knee. I want to interview the mad cow at Townsville. Yeah. Oh. We should interview the mad cow at the nightclub. That Not would, the manager or no, the No, I get it. I get it. The sticky carpet. Yeah. yeah. Let's interview the sticky carpet <laughs> of the mad cow. All right, like a lump, we've only got a couple of minutes here. Expansion again raised. The uh, Australian Rebel League uh, committee meeting, uh, 18th team, could join the NRL before the next broadcast rights. Um, could be worth an extra $375 million if you were going to put a new team. Well, first of all, do you want to see an 18th team? Like or a lump it? Mm. So we're talking about in the next five years. Lump it. Right, I'm with you on that. I think with all the injuries we're getting so early in the season, clubs depth. digging into their depth. I, okay. And I've never been a real believer of that whole depth argument. I think if you create teams, you create opportunities. Yep. So there's an argument for that. So at the moment, at the moment, okay. I'm saying lump it, but. Let me throw this one at you then. If there is going to be an 18th team, and I reckon there will be. Yep. What are your thoughts on maybe having an 18th team in, say, regional Australia? Like it or lump it? L- love it. Love it. They're better than like. So we're talking Perth, Papua New Guinea, the Pacific Islands, which I think Pacific Islands is a great idea. Um, but in saying that, we've got a really good presence in the Pacific Islands. We've got great participation numbers. Continue to have a presence and take games to the Pacific Islands. Is, well, that's where your depth's going to come from, right? Continue yeah, to come from. Yeah, exactly. So continue to take games to the Pacific Islands and um, I think is the way forward in the, in the immediate future. But I've got to say, I think we take the regional rugby league for granted too much. So what I would be doing is I'd be thinking completely left of centre. I wouldn't say Perth. I wouldn't say Papua New Guinea. Uh, I don't think. I think you'd find it difficult to get players to commit to living in Papua New Guinea. Uh, Pacific Islands is is a great argument. I'd seriously go to a regional area like Toowoomba. Toowoomba. Yeah. Um, from a population point of view, when you bring Ipswich into the equation, which is only down the hill, down the range, and you've also got Gatton, you've got the Darling Down region, which is Toowoomba all the way through the Darling Downs, out to Roma and everything, you've got, you've got over 600,000 people. Very rich area as well. A lot of money in that region. A lot of money. I'll throw another one as well. It's got a, it's got a domestic airport. airport. I've got an investment property there, there so I go. can rent that out. Three players oh. can rent your unit. <laughs> on Airbnb, yeah. Uh, I'll throw another one at you. Dubbo. Yeah. No. When you talk about an immediate population, probably not. But when you look at all the expansive areas around it, yeah, and people would be a little bit like towns, or people would be willing to travel. Um, I think it's a way to say to the regional areas, we we love you. We're not going to forget about you. We want to involve you as much as possible because I think our regional areas, like I said, we we, we sometimes take them for granted. I like um, Central Coast. Gosford, you don't like that. Tried that before. Population point of view is perfect. Juniors, perfect. Yeah, but the argument always is, is that it still creates that, that, um, that Sydney-centric, that argument around too many teams in and around Sydney. Okay, one more. And it's a heartland. It's a breeding ground for rugby league. Rockhampton. Again, great regional area. Great regional. It sits in that voided area between... Southeast Queensland and and Townsville. Yep. 
So, yeah, Mackay sort of comes under the Townsville umbrella. Rockhampton has had feeder clubs. It's got one with the Dolphins at the moment. It's had the Broncos over the years. It sort of fits into this voided area that no one really... The Capras, are they, they're Rocky-based, aren't they? Yeah. They're, yeah. they're strong. Yeah, no well, yeah, no one, no one really sort of owns it. Does that and, make sense? And what does, and again, use Townsville as the example here, and you mentioned it before, what does a good rugby league town need for players that visit? Uh, a good stake. And a good nightclub and a good pub. You need you need the promo people at the airport hanging out the free drink cards yep. on arrival to get them off their game. And they've got a good pub. Was it the Criterion? Criterion. Yeah. Best mixed grill in Australia. So there you go. I think that I'm, I might, I might My get, vote's going for Rocky. I might get this wrong, but they used to have a great nightclub there called, I think it was called Pinocchio's. <laughs> I think <laughs> it was. You used to have to go up a big set of stairs. If anyone's listening in Rockhampton, can you please correct me? Rightio, correct me if I'm right. Um, <laughs> all right, let's go to a break. This is Sports Day. Uh, that was our, what is it called? Like it or lump it? I don't, I don't like it. I don't like, the, I don't like this intro. Yes! 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 Ugh, yeah. Yeah, don't like that. Can we come up with something new, please, Daddy Vass? Uh, break time. When we come back, Mick Cowley from Greyhound, New South Wales, joins us. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's large SUV, available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's large SUV, available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Welcome back to it. Sats and Jace here tonight. Greyhound New South Wales update. Now, Mick Cowley stepping in for Simon Orchard. I don't know how he's gotten a week off, by the way, in the busiest week of Greyhound well, he, racing in New South Wales. He did complain a few weeks ago when he had to go to Dubbo, which he was, he was looking forward to doing. Uh, Maybe the people in Dubbo wounded him. Oh, he's taken time and loo. The Labrokes yeah. Golden Easter Egg this Saturday at Wentworth Park. What are you really gambling with, Mick? Uh, you're stepping up and doing the hard yards this, mate. Welcome to Sports Day. Thank you, guys. It's uh, yeah, no, called in off the bench. It's, uh, it's a bit of a strange one that that it was allowed that he could take this week off. But uh, yeah, there's only a couple of Group Ones, a few Group Twos, a couple of Group Threes. Yeah, it's just a quiet <laughs> week. Simon thought he'd take take the week off and go away with the family. You yeah. snooze, you lose. Yeah, massive week. Uh, the Golden Easter Egg, Ladbrokes Golden Easter Egg, uh, kicks off tonight at, at Wenny Park. Um, when you look at the yeah you know, the holy grails of of racing, greyhound racing in New South Wales, this sits at the top, doesn't it? It really does. Look, obviously, the million dollar chase is worth more cash, but uh, this this race has the history. It's it's uh, originally first run in 1990. Uh, all trainers, you, you speak to any trainer, and this is the race that they want to win. The, the Golden Easter Egg. It's 300,000, which is not to be sneezed at to the winner, um, and they they all set their dogs for this series. It's a tough series because it's run over three weeks. It's not just heats the final. It's heats then into semis the week after, then into the final the week after, and, and only the best do survive. And it, it's thrown up a good field for the final. Um, a few surprises out of those semifinals last week. She's a pearl, didn't get through. South Australian superstar, uh, Victor Damien, missed out. Um, it was upsets galore and uh, on semifinal night, and who knows what, what the final night will hold. There, there may be an upset or two there as well. Expecting a good crowd, mate, at Wendy Park? We're hoping that it will be. It, uh, yeah, weather, weather's usually pretty good uh, early April, but also we're hoping too that 
people will go to Randwick for the championships day two and then they'll uh, decide to either play up their winnings and come to Wenty for the night or, or chase their, their losses and come to Wenty for the night. And uh, Either way, they'll have a uh, they'll have a fun night. It's, it's not just a race night either. The, the GBATA put on a great show there on Easter egg final night and now there'll be plenty of uh, activities for kids to do as well, plenty of activities for uh, adults to do and uh, I think there's 10 winners to find. But uh, There's a winner in every race. I keep getting told. It's just a case of finding. <laughs> yeah, true. Now, 10 heats of the golden Easter egg tonight. Uh, give us some tips. What are we looking at? Mate, tonight our, uh, our best bets tonight will go with uh, race seven. Uh, it's on at five past nine. Uh, dog number three, Charlo. This this dog's trained by Peter Legacioni, who's won a couple of million dollar chases. It's uh, it's a former Victorian dog who's absolutely been flying in a couple of runs it's had since it headed north. It's probably going to be around the four dollar mark, but uh, we think it'll be winning. And four dollars sounds pretty good at this stage. The other one that uh, our form experts like tonight is race nine, dog number two, Lady Ricardo. Uh, it's the same same connections as as the dog's father, Flying Ricardo. I think uh, everyone will remember that from a few years ago. It was a superstar. And this lady, Ricardo, she should be able to lead from box two tonight. She's got slow beginners drawn around her. And if she gets to the front, um, she will prove hard to catch. So that's race seven, number three, Charlo, and race nine, number two, lady, Ricardo. And our adopted uh, greyhound, Fat Pizza, is having the week off because uh, it's running next 10th of April in Richmond, race two. It's going to be in rug number four. 55 starts, no wins. Yeah, but some handy seconds and thirds. Yeah, 14 <laughs> seconds, 16 thirds. Yeah. It, so it's, it's on the improve. Is it like pizza. is it like one of those uh, New Zealand Warrior plays where it's travelled for 30 hours over five weeks? Have to rest it for a week. Have to rest it for mm. a week. Yeah, righty, I gotcha. The Labrokes Golden Easter Egg this Saturday at Wenty Park. What are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Uh, Mick, great job filling in, mate. Thanks for joining us on Sports Day. Thanks, boys. Uh, shout out to Simon. Hope you're enjoying your holiday. Yeah, not. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Sats's last laugh coming out real no, soon. No, I'm actually not doing it. You are doing it. <laughs> well, I haven't got one, so you'll be embarrassed. Sats, Sats, the people love it. The one, one person loves it. Howdy, boys. Greg from Gundy here. Sats, you are 100% right. That nightclub is called Pinocchio's. I've done some of my best work there. <laughs> I doubt you have. Good work, good work. Uh, a lot good of e- people throwing up other other regional towns. Mudgee, a lot nicer than Dubbo, Seagull Keith says. What about Wagga Wagga? I think Wagga's a little bit close to Canberra. but um, Christchurch from Kiwi Christ Joe. Christchurch as well. Yeah, no, I, I think regional area in Australia. I think Toowoomba is the biggest regional city in Queensland. In the surrounding areas, about like I said, six hundred odd thousand people. So, uh, I have mm-hmm. sorry, come through this at you, by yep. the way. Two oh six says at this stage of the season, I'd say Newcastle have definitely come out a mile in front with a swap of Hastings for Clemmer. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Well, he's a key player. He's a key position, and he's a good competitor. Good evening, boys. I'm a long-suffering Tigers fan, and what it all comes down to is a majority of these players not all play with any heart. No kick pressure. They don't hit the line at speed, do any damage. No fight on the ground to play the ball and no one backing up if there's half a break. I watch now to see them get beat. That's Anthony. And, and that's that's unfortunate, Anthony. You go into the game and you think everything's going to be okay here. And when you start seeing it unfold, it's yeah, you're, you're exactly right. I hope that 
I hope that changes. Absolutely. Mm. Audio. Um, hot, cross, hot cross buns are rubbish. Uh, we don't need to read about that. We've got too, other, too much other. Gents, I have empathy for West Tigers members. Are they powerless to remove the current board of directors? Um, well, it's privately just... owned by the West, West, the West Magpies group in the, in the merger have a lot of the power. Yeah, out of the, yeah from a financial position, so it's it's always been difficult. So that's that's disappointing that yep. the members don't have real say in the future of the club. Mm. Feed wingers, we talked about uh, that before. I saw one. George oh. Tafu has got a has got a few votes as well uh, with feared wingers. Um, the Masters, Mike says, listening to Tiger Woods, I take it he's going to be limping and hobbling around Augusta for the next few years. He'll get lapped again like he did in the Genesis tournament a few weeks ago. It's time to retire, Mr. Woods. Mike. I agree. He's lucky to be alive, let alone walking. And he's the greatest player. He's had the greatest effect on the game we've ever seen in any other player. So Should he lose all of his um, all of his awards his for his behaviour off, uh, off the field? Well, every off sp- the course. Every sport, there's an example, isn't there? Right? Um, like it or lump it, boys. Jackie leaving the Raiders, if he does, Dickie's head will fall off. That's from Mick. Like or uh, lump it? Lump it. I don't want to see Jack leave, and I don't want to see Ricky's head fall off. I think it'll explode, not mm. fall off. Yeah. Uh, what else is there? Uh, uh, given Brooks, given Brooks, uh, Walsh, Combo, Stags. Well, give him, give him guys like Tony Stags and Reese Walsh, see how he goes. His back line is reserve grade. Reynolds wouldn't do much better with the Tigers' back line. Yeah, I think he would. Oh, that's just a rubbish I think, comment. I think he would make players around him better. All right, we've got to go. We'll be back again tomorrow night, the Thursday night footy. Catch you then. See you, yeah. boys. Goodbye.